We often don't realize that we are the key to our own happiness and that happiness starts with healing and transformation. Whether you need healing, guidance, clarity, understanding, or just some honest sister talk to feel connected, heard, and supported, you are welcome and safe here. So join the conversation and be healed. Welcome to Soul Healing Conversations with your host, Ross Kincaid. Hey everybody, listen real quick before we get into today's episode, I wanted to give you a heads up that in this episode, I am going to be talking about pregnancy and loss. So if those things are triggers for you or you feel activated in any kind of way, please do the right thing and take care of yourself. If you don't want to listen to this episode, knowing that I'm going to be talking about these things, please, by all means, do what you need to do. Skip this one and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Soul Healing Conversations. Ooh, I know it's been a while since my last episode, so I thank y'all for tuning in today. I'm really excited to be back doing my podcast again. I'm even more excited that you decided to take this ride with me again and to uh, take some time out of your busy day just to listen to the show. So today I'm going to be talking about signs from spirit and seeing the writing on the wall. I think that there are a lot of times, not I think I know, there are a lot of times where spirit is trying to speak to us and they drop these little hints and signs and (laughs) signals and we might not know what's going on and might not, you know, be paying attention. So I want to get into that for a little bit today. And I also have a personal story that I want to share to kind of drive home the point that I'm making. So let me do a little housekeeping before I get into all of that and share with you what I've been working on since um, my last episode of the show. Um, I've been doing a lot of really cool things and you know, if anything resonates with you, um, connect with me. I'm, I'm, I'm here and I'm available to support and guide and advise and do all the, all the good things to help you be further along in your journey than where you are now. So first thing is my empowerment uh, private coaching program. And this is where you get to have me in your pocket to work one-on-one together through any and every challenge or issue you're facing. This is where we get all the way real all the way up close and personal and I support you in taking back your power and taking aligned action to move you towards all the great things that you want to experience in your life and I'm talking about things like ease flow peace joy opportunity limitlessness just feeling good in your body I mean all of that and then some so That is a program that I'm working one-on-one with. I'm also offering uh, intuitive readings um, where I connect with spirit and give you some guidance. I can also connect with your loved ones there um, and also give you some healing messages if you're interested in connecting with someone who's passed on to the other side. I also have a a new group program um, that I launched earlier this year. And that is called Living in the Know. And this program is for you if you are feeling overwhelmed. You know you got too much on your plate. You're doing too much for other people and not enough for yourself. And you're feeling burned out. And you are having a hard time setting down boundaries or even sticking to them or reinforcing them. And just overall having a problem just saying no and sticking to your no or understanding what no is. 
So that is a 12-week program that I'm offering to help you get checked in back with your, your sense of no and your sense of yes. Um, I also have the Soul Expansion Soundboard, which is a live uh, live stream every other Friday on Facebook and YouTube with my uh, co-coaches, uh, friends of mine, Jordi Chevalier and Julian Carlson Hill. Um, we are three coaches, three soulpreneurs who are talking real talk about the coaching industry, real talk about spirituality, human design, all kinds of things, real life stuff. And we just wanted to create a platform that, where we can share and we could engage with you all. So be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Soul Healing with Roz, to check out all the replays and um yeah it's it's a fun time <laughs> and we also do giveaways too so um if you're interested in uh winning a giveaway i i highly recommend that you hop on with us uh one friday and um and join us the conversation can get nice and spicy <laughs> the other thing that i've been working on you guys i am working with Julian Carlson Hill on a 12-week program. Julian and I have partnered together because we understand that it takes a tribe to support the people that are drawn to us. It takes community to do what we do. And we are moving away from, and when I say we, I mean um, those who have businesses and do work in this online spiritual community. We understand that we are changing from a, a, a paradigm where, you know, one person can help many people into a paradigm where we are going to now have to collaborate and partner to hold other people's hurt and wounding and help other people through their transformation and evolution back to abundance, back to um, oneness you know, in, in connection with, with God and, and, you know, into your creatorship. So Julian and I are drawn to speak about money and abundance. Um, he, he has a very um, unique perspective and experience with money, but there's also some similarities that he and I share in our experience with money, abundance and finances that we want to be able to share with you to kind of help you get out of that scarcity uh, you know energy and scarcity mindset so this program is packed with live group calls we have guided meditations we're we're even doing some human design stuff in there and there's all kinds of fun stuff even a little bit of yoga in there y'all so if you've been struggling um, to call money in to hold money to create abundance for yourself or you are fearful of not having money then this program is for you if you can identify with with all of those things and much more then I would suggest that you take a look at this program and hop in and join us I myself have struggled with scarcity and have done a lot of work to just plug back into sufficiency and what sufficiency means for me and taking action to put myself and and my family in a better financial situation and it ain't always been easy y'all like I ain't come for money so <laughs> it, you know I've had some lessons to learn um about my relationship with money um 
And so, you know, it's about the energy that you're holding around money and your connection to the true source of abundance. And it, it's not, not, not paper, not the greenbacks. <laughs> Again, if this piques your interest, then consider joining us. Registration is open and we start in October. So take a look at it. If, if you're feeling the nudge, if you're feeling the, the pull to work through some stuff around money, then listen, go ahead and get in there. Work that out. Like nobody wants to be living with this poverty mindset for the rest of their life. Like, you know, money's for everybody. Abundance is for everybody. There are no limits to that. And money is no respecter of person. So why not you? Right. Okay, guys. All right, let's get into today's topic of signs from spirit. So if you have been in the the spiritual community or awakened in the spiritual community for any certain amount of time, you may be aware of signs and symbols and synchronicities that God is and the universe is dropping to you. Some examples include seeing birds. I know for me, I hear a, a, a owl hoot almost every morning when I wake up. I, I've seen hawks. I even have um, a friend of mine that reads hawk patterns. Or, or hawk flight patterns and there is a message even in that eagles bluebirds cardinals blue jays yellow birds all kinds of birds so spirit will use nature specifically birds to grab your attention Fe they'll use feathers just random feathers laying around i have a y'all have heard me talk about my good, good girlfriend nancy in the past episodes and she is notorious for finding random feathers just laying around and in groups of them and and I just find it fascinating that it's not only the birds but is is it's the feathers of the birds that will signal to you that God is trying to get your attention spirit is trying to get your attention right um another example is repeating numbers or numbers that mir mirror each other like 1111 two 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 four 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 three 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 and even listen we, we need to we need to make sure that we understand fully what 666 <laughs> stands for and so don't you know open your mind and do your research about what that specific number means I'm not going to get into it here today but you know numbers mean things N numbers are almost like code energetic code that the universe is using to speak to you and they mean different things to different people. So, you know, you have to dig deeper and figure out what, what that code is saying to you. The angels may be saying something new in those numbers. You never know. I know people who, um, who knows cloud forms. They see things in the clouds, like the clouds will take shape for them and it will, you know, give them a visual. Um, random songs to jog your memory. Random songs to trigger something from your childhood or random songs where the lyrics um, have a specific message in them for you, right? Um, other synchronicities such as, um, I, know, I know a good one is um, you have a thought about somebody and then they call you <laughs> or they show up at your door or you see them in Starbucks or you pass them in the mall. And it's like, I was just thinking about you. I meant to call you like, yeah. And then you converse with them and you find out it's a whole situation going on with them and they need you or you need them. 
synchronicity such as that things lining up in a way that you would have never been able to orchestrate on your own or even fathom in your mind that would line up on your own like energy speaks to energy and just because we aren't you know speaking verbally to or about someone or a situation doesn't mean that we aren't heard we aren't noticed you know you know people aren't looking at us god ain't looking at us like energy recognizes energy you know the list goes on and on and on about all of the signs and things you know that come our way and so what does this all mean in the grand scheme of things like for me the i i understand these to be little love notes from god like sometimes these little love notes will say i see you i got you i'm supporting you i hear you you're protected we know <laughs> we 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 know what you want you know we're aware just just giving you some reassurance that you're on track what you're thinking of doing go do that yes what you want wants you yes manifest me right little love notes from god other reasons why you could be seeing signs is maybe the universe is trying to give you a warning like this is another form of support from god in the universe to say um i don't think you want to do that like yet yes you still have free will and the power of choice but there are times when when spirit is going to Get, throw out a warning to you to help to make you question you know is, is this what I want to do is this is this the correct thing does this feel right just to get you to bring your awareness back to self and your energy and what's going on in your body right also give you giving you direction and getting you to pivot that kind of goes along with the warning signs not like everything is doom and gloom but like you have to know that there are times when God is going to course correct you, right? Course correct you and keep you from harming yourself or, or you know, damaging, you know, damaging something that's going to be harmful to you down the road. Like God is always looking out. Don't, 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 you know, don't get that twisted. God is always looking out and he is still a gentleman and he will still let you choose to do whatever it is that you want. But at the same time, he ain't going to just idly sit by and just let you do, you know, do something crazy. Like now, if you choose not to, you know, pay attention to signs and go another way, you know, fine, that's on you. That's, that, that's totally your choice and you will still be supported in that. But if there's a way for you to avoid some heartache, hurt and pain and wounding, I truly believe that spirit is going to throw out uh, some kind of life preserve or a sign or a symbol to say, hey, you might want to rethink that dog. <laughs> so what I really wanted to share with you today is like some of the non-traditional ways that God tries to get or spirit, the universe, I kind of use, you know, God and the universe interchangeably to me, it's all the same. Um, plug in your own word if you don't you know resonate with God do you I'm gonna do me um but some of the non-traditional ways that that God tries to get our attention and for me that has been primarily situational or circumstantial and watching how life plays out and you know being aware 
of how I respond to when shit don't work out or, you know, how, how I respond when I am not motivated to do things. Like there have been times where I committed to do things or said I was going to do things or put things on my to-do list. And I have internally changed my mind. I have lost all zest and energy for it. I'm not lit up about it. And it's like, I don't, I observe what I'm doing and I feel like me doing, me not doing that thing that I said that I wanted to do that I was so excited about tells me that something else might, might be coming down the pipe. I might need to preserve my energy for something better that's coming, or maybe this ain't it. And the fact that I'm not jumping on it and excited about it the way I once was is a sign for me that it ain't happening. I'm not doing it or I need to pivot. And I think that noticing how you react and respond to things, how motivated you are, if you're like, this goes kind of beyond procrastination, but if you're procrastinating from a place of, I just ain't feeling it. (laughs) I'm just not excited. Not from a place of I'm procrastinating because fuck, I don't want to do this. I'm scared. What if, and you start, you know, telling yourself all these telenovelas, and young and the rest of stories <laughs> about how you know it, it's gonna how people what people are gonna think about you I'm not talking about that kind of procrastination but that kind of but the procrastination that I'm speaking about is where you your energy is gone from you just don't want to do it you don't feel the nudge or the urge to get it done or you don't feel the drive to want to want to take a crack at it and so you have to pay attention to that and say, okay, maybe maybe I need to put this on the back burner for now until my energy comes back to it. And I just also want to make a plug here <laughs> for human design. Like if you are unfamiliar or new to human design, I would strongly suggest that you get a human design reading and understand what your energetic makeup is as far as how you respond to the world around you. Um, Because guaranteed, that's going to explain a lot of the way you are and and why and how you show up and how you react and respond to what's going on around you and what's presented to you. So shameless plug there for for, um, human design. Um, Also, if I feel any resistance on the inside to doing anything, that's usually a sign for me. Like there have been times where like I'll start doing something and it's like, it's just not happening. (laughs) It's just not moving. It's just not, you know, there's, there's resistance on every side, everywhere I turn, like it just won't happen. And, and constantly running into a brick wall with things and like trying this and trying that avenue, going down this road, doing this thing. And it's like, nope, nope, nah, mm-mm, nope, not happening. And it's like, fuck, what is going on? And so my story, I have actually have a personal story um, that I'm ready to share about how this played out for me and my family personally. And I think it was, well, it's been, it's, it's been for a while. My husband and I, we're trying to have another baby. We were trying to have another uh, sibling for Toots. She is an only child. Um, she is five years old now. 
and we wanted to um, add add to and expand our family. So um, maybe a couple years ago, we this is before the pandemic when we made the decision. We started out, um, you know, returned to our doctor, went, went back back to our fertility clinic because I am a woman of a certain age. And what they don't tell you when you get close to thirty five or even forty is that it becomes more difficult for you to naturally have children. And matter of fact, my daughter is an IVF baby. Um, I was thirty nine when um, I had her and I turned 40 the year that I had her she was born in January I turned 40 in April so you do the math (laughs) um and we struggled to have her but even knowing that we wanted to still make the attempt to expand the family um and a lot of this came out of quite honestly fear that she would be alone in the world um I always wanted to like make sure that she wasn't by herself alone and, you know, left uh, quote unquote abandoned if something were to happen to one or both of us. And I wanted to have somebody because I had that when I when when I grew, when I grew up, you know, I have an older sister and I know that, you know, when my mother passes, I will still have my sister. Like I have my my aunts and my uncles and my cousins, but my sister is my sister, right? And I will always have her. But it kind of troubled me to look at my daughter and say, shit, she doesn't have that. And I wanted to give that to her. So we tried multiple rounds of IVF, um, even through, well, we kind of took a break through the pandemic and we got back on it. And we tried this combination of hormones. We tried that combination of hormones we we y'all we even tried an egg donor because at at, a, at my age my egg reserves were not um the quality that they needed to be to produce a viable embryo and not to mention my body is reacting differently to the hormones now that I'm over 40 and not in my 30s so you know, my body swelling up and the mood swings and all of that. And just, you know, the weight gain and my body is just, it's like, Hey, you putting a lot on us right now. And I could feel that. And so we went down a different path, the egg donor path, found the donor, got four embryos, tried the first one, quality A plus like that first embryo was the best quality that you could get ever a plus did the transfer didn't happen sorry Rosalind you're not pregnant you know your pregnancy test came back negative that is always a blow for anybody um going down the road of IVF getting your hopes up being let down like it was a lot so we normalize (laughs) try it again more hormones more hormones we try we try for a second we try our second one embryo number two doesn't take so we try again for a third time our third embryo third embryo took y'all it actually stuck but i i knew that something was different um about this pregnancy something fell off I didn't feel connected 
to the pregnancy or the baby the way that I had before it's like you know your body you know and and at a certain point you know when something's off like something don't feel right about this even through getting the positive pregnancy test my body was doing things that it didn't you know do before that I'm not gonna mention here because it's just TMI y'all need to know but it came time to do our our sonogram to check for the heartbeat and this was December November of last year so at that six seven week um sonogram I'm excited even though I'm feeling like like uh it's really it's feeling different I'm not sure about this something feels you know a little off about this but I'm still excited I think it could work you know I'm excited to see the baby's heartbeat get to the sonogram and baby is measuring smaller than gestational timeline and there's no heartbeat so I said okay God okay maybe you're gonna do this another way so needless to say I uh, I miscarried never had a miscarried carriage before in my life not to mention a miscarried through Christmas it was a very hard time very hard time and you know I kept that to myself but me and my husband kept it to ourselves but it got to a point where you know I'm not going to be able to hide that I'm having a miscarriage um I'm hobbling around the house I'm in a lot of pain um I'm emotional so um we we eventually shared it with um, our family, our immediate family, um, because I needed the support. I needed the support, so you know we kind of let things go through the process. Let my body do its thing. And oh my God, I that day, like two days before I actually experienced the loss, went and got a COVID booster. And my God, I just they asked me, Are you pregnant? And I had to tell them, I am, but I won't be soon. And it was like the guy didn't even hear me when I said that. The men didn't even hear me when I said that. And so when it came time for me to actually get my shot, the lady asked me again, okay, you know, they asked you multiple, you know, they asked you five times the same questions. And she asked me, okay, honey, are you are you pregnant? Is anything we need to know? Blah, blah, blah. I said, Yeah, I'm pregnant, but I'm gonna miscarry soon. And I broke down. You know, understandably so. You know, I just that day found out <laughs> that the baby that we had tried so hard for was it gonna be not in the way that we thought and um the nurse just let me cry and cry and cry in her arms and I took my shot I took myself home I actually didn't take myself home I went to go pick up my daughter I had to keep moving I had to move through my day 
I had to continue showing up in um in the ways that I always had. And so we we got through it. We moved through it. We spoke with our doctor. She recommended um she recommended that we, you know, take a break. It's a lot. Take a step back. And all the while, you know, as I'm recovering, um, as I'm recovering, I start to kind of look around and reflect on the situation. And I'm noticing, like, maybe there's a part of me that's saying, well, maybe this isn't supposed to happen maybe this is not our path I start to look at the writing on the wall and I and I and I see the writing on the wall I see it but I don't want to see it I don't I don't I don't want to pay attention to the signs that say this is not how I want to expand your family this is not the plan that I have for you and it's not that I and, and I'm speaking from like God's perspective this is not how this is not and I'm not doing this to punish you but this is I have, I have more in store for you but I didn't want to see that I, I I wanted to push through make it happen force it let's keep going uh, go 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 I think we can do it let's do it let's do it not considering the you know the financial strain that it was putting on us because we all IVF ain't easy having a baby natural or otherwise is not easy financially it's a lot we invested a lot of money into this process and we weren't getting a return (laughs) but I just knew it I was determined to um make sure that I was going to get what I wanted. So our doctor, her last suggestion to us was, you know, once I've completely, you know, my body has, you know, gotten rid of everything. And oh, and by the way, I had to have a surgery to because there was leftover from from the embryo that had to be surgically removed. So there, there's that. <laughs> I laugh, but it's not really funny. Um, so after, you know, I've had a chance for my body to recover, I have a normal, you know, I start having normal cycles. She says, you know, you have one more embryo left. We could try, you know, doing a natural IVF cycle and, and y'all please go look all of this up. If you don't know what I'm talking about, or if you're even interested in what I'm, what I'm talking about, we could have a natural IVF cycle where we use less hormones and we try this one last embryo. And I sat with it for a couple of weeks, maybe three. And, you know, I shared it with my husband and we kind of just gave each other space about it to let the other, you know, be in our own energy and think through our own, you know, our own minds and kind of come back and share what, you know, what ultimately we wanted to do. So in that two to three weeks time um someone gifted me a an akashic reading now here's the crazy thing about this 
in me doing market research for my business, trying to understand what the people want from me, what they need support with, I get a client who, a former client who asked me about, or says to me, I would really love to learn Akashic, about the Akashic records with you, from you. Now, you know, I've had Akashic readings before and I know, you know, I know about the Akashic records. I I know what it's all about, but it's not something that I offer to, to offer, you know, as part of my, my services, my business. And so I kind of just brushed it off. I'm like, girl, I don't do that. Um, I'll let you know (laughs) when I do start doing it. Um, but as of right now, I'll put it on the list and put it on the back burner just in case I do become excited about it or something I want to do. You'll be the first one to call. Okay. Um, Maybe a week later, a few days, maybe a few days to a week later, I'm having a conversation with um, a couple of coaches and we start having the conversation about Akashic records and Akashic readings. And, oh my God, I'm so interested in, in the Akashic records. And I really think I'm going to explore this says one of the coaches, one of my peer coaches. And I'm like, I'm sitting here thinking like, what am that's the second time somebody done said something about Akashic Records to me. And then, oh my God, I scroll through Instagram and there's a post about Akashic Records. I said, okay, maybe there's something I might need to look at. <laughs> maybe there's something I might need to um, attend to. And then I get gifted an Akashic Records reading. So the way that my reader um, operates her readings, she has you come to the reading with a list of all your questions that you want to ask. You ask your questions. She taps the, she, you know, goes into the records on your behalf and she comes back with answers, right? Which I kind of like that, but I also like for people to experience the records on their own, but I digress. So I I think it might've been my second or third question. And I asked her, specifically why is it so difficult for me to have children to create life she goes into my records y'all and she tells me that me having multiple children beyond the one that I have is not in my soul plan and when she said that to me there was something in my energy in my body that surrendered it's almost like I it's not not that I gave up but I just surrendered I stopped fighting I stopped pushing I stopped forcing I, I I I allowed myself to give myself permission to see the writing on the wall and to see it for what it truly was. And it was to keep me on the path of my mission, which is far greater, far greater than my purpose on this earth. Like we all have a mission, but we, we all have a mission. But I'm talking about mine. And it hit me in a way when she told me that, that it was just all I could say was, okay okay now I understand why we were hitting barrier after barrier after barrier after barrier 
Now, what she also explained to me is that if I so choose, that I could bring another child into my family. But I would need to align with my my higher self to adjust my soul plan. And that I could do that if I wanted to. But there is a bigger mission that is in my records that I am I am supposed to be on, that I am supposed to be focusing on. And it does not make me available to have many children because, you know, there are things that are coming down the, you know, things coming down the pipe where I'm going to need to be available. I'm going to need to get up and go quickly and to, um, you know, pull, you know, two children and have dragging two kids behind me in, in doing that is, you know, one, I feel like it's unfair. And two, there's just the energy for, for that is not going to be there for me to, to do that. And there's the, uh, you know, possibility that I will feel guilty for not giving all that I can to the family and the mission. I'm going to be torn. And, and I know me, I, I'm going to be resentful. So that weighed heavily on me. And we were coming to, that was right around the time that we were coming to the time where we felt like we were going to need to give a decision to um, our clinic and our doctor about where we were going to go from, you know, from, from there with IVF to, to go forward or not. So I had this conversation with my husband, shared all of these things. And we ultimately decided not to move forward. Because when I sat with this information that I got from the records, which, by the way, I have learned to access better on my own. And yes, it's coming. I will be offering it um, soon and soon enough. <laughs> Just stay tuned. I want to I want to I want to work with it a little bit more. So that is, you know, right. You know, so hang tight on that. But the information that I got solidified the information I got from my records confirmed every sign, symbol, synchronicity that I was experiencing up to that point. The struggle, the miscarriage, the the hormonal change, the feeling tired, my body reacting the way that it did, the left, you know, the, the leftover, you know, tissue that had to be surgically removed from my body. You know, all of it. All of it. All of it, when I look back on it, I feel like the universe was telling me, you can do this, but this is not what we have planned. We will support you either way, but just know that you have come here on a mission. And if you would like to change that plan, you may do so, and we will support you. But what was happening is that my human self, now that I'm in the carnation, in, 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 now that I've incarnated into my body, I see how life has played out for me. And it's like, oh, you know, I think I want something different. I think I want to change the plan. I, you know, not only am I, you know, influenced by, you know, other people, what I'm seeing, you know, other people do and their families and all of that stuff, but I'm being influenced. My human self is being influenced and it wants to change thing and it, things and it, and it wants more. But my soul is like, mm -mm. Oh, there's so much more, so much more that you have come here to do. And it's not just to have children. 
have a family, you are to be used for far greater than that. You you are to be used for far greater than that. And so when I waited, it 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 was tough, but it but at the same time it was easy. And I wanted the mission. And it's not that I don't want more children, but I want And I remember saying this to my sister a long time ago, years ago, that I want what I do to be impactful. I want what I do to be impactful. And in my quiet time, God reminded me of that, of me saying that, how I want it to be impactful. And I know I just didn't say that at that time, just randomly, but I said it unknowing, not knowing the call that I have on my life. And I want to be able to, you know, fulfill that mission without regrets, without resentments, without, you know, feeling like I'm weighed down or feeling like I'm, you know, dragging my 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 children from here to there and depriving them of their own experience, their own individual experience. So I chose the mission. I chose the mission and I left the expansion of my family in God's hands. God is a creator and he can, you know, do wonderful things. But I've allowed myself to take rest and just trust that this mission that my soul signed up for and I slept high five with all the people who I'm going to you know take this journey with continue this journey with I'm I'm trusting that that's the right move because it feels right in my soul I can I can literally feel it like it feels right when I thought about it it excites me to go forward in the world and to support people with the knowledge of my lived experience with you know with the knowledge of what I've been taught what I've studied the people that I've connected with that excites me I love my baby I love my family but I want this mission I want this I want the mission so I I I decided on the mission but I wouldn't have been able to do that fully and without resistance had I not ultimately saw the signs and looked at the writing on the wall and paid attention and just surrendered and and fell into a trusting place that God got my back. God 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 has me. God has my back and he's looking out for you, girl. And I can, I can trust that 100, 1,000%. So that's all I have for y'all today. (laughs) I hope that me sharing my story helps you to open up your awareness to the signs and the support that's available to you in, in some way and helps you to deepen your own connection with spirit in your soul or your higher self or whatever you may choose to call it. I we have to be willing to see. 
and not with the natural eye, but take notice of the turn of events, the resistance, the contrast, the flow, how easy things are. And just take a risk. Take a take a risk that that you can trust that the universe does have your back. And that you don't have to force anything. You don't have to push. And that, and that the universe is always speaking to you. Whether it be through birds or nature, numbers, a song on the radio, synchronicities, shit in the clouds. I don't know. Whatever it is for you. You're always getting these little love notes and warnings and signs and directions to help you pivot and and stay on the track or if you want to take a different track that too is fine so again if you guys want to connect with me all my information is in the show notes and don't forget about our um, abundantly being group program for those of you who want to get a handle on your relationship with money and manifestation and more manifesting more abundance. Thank you guys for listening and I'll talk to you next time. Much love y'all. Bye. Hey, and thanks so much for hanging in there with me all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value from today's episode and feel more empowered and more inspired than you did before. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I did doing it, then share it with somebody that might resonate with it. Also, I would really appreciate it if you could leave me a five-star review to help me get the word out about the show. And if at any point you have questions or topics you want me to riff about, as you can see, I like to talk, then I invite you to get on my social media platforms and just message me. And if you're feeling the nudge to work with me, then check out my offerings on my website. Everything you need to connect with me is in the show notes. So until next time, be empowered.